What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Sunday Recovery Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 3. My name is Barn Saunders, and joining me today, I got him on call. Super grateful that he was able to do this with me. A great friend of mine, Naeem. You want to introduce yourself? Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Naeem, and I am a grateful recovering addict. Barnes, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. It's an honor. I'm I'm very grateful, like you said earlier, to be be part of this uh, podcast with you, man. Awesome, man. Yeah, man, I couldn't be happy to have you on. So once again, welcome back. And this is Sunday Recovery Podcast. And what this podcast is going to be all about is it's going to focus on everything and anything that can cause struggles in life or cause great success in life how to navigate through the good and bad times, as well as getting on the path of recovery from any and all setbacks or choices that led you down the wrong path. Recovery is so much more than just getting over something, whether that be drugs, loss, physical injury, or mental health, the principles of recovery can be applied to all areas of life. And something we love to talk about here on the Sunday Recovery Podcast is that recovery is a constant progression forward. And it doesn't ever end. You can recover from something and then always fall right back to where you were. And that's why in recovery and here on this podcast, we won't talk about how to recover and be finished. Recovery is always pushing forward and striving for betterment, even when the original reason for starting recovery is no longer a factor in your daily life. So guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Please remember to like, follow, or subscribe, and share with your friends or family and anyone else who you think could gain value from this podcast. And don't forget to check us out on YouTube. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And we'll be starting up this week, we'll be starting up daily motivational shorts on YouTube shorts and Instagram reels. So just be be sure to check us out on those. But yeah, so jumping right into it, the focus for this episode is going to be boundaries. And so we're going to talk all about boundaries, just in the general broad sense, how they relate to recovery, just boundaries, how they relate to life. And we've kind of got a nice little, a lot of different topics within boundaries to cover today. Um, So I just want to get started by reading an official definition of boundaries And I got a line that marks the limit of an area, a dividing line, or a limit of a subject or sphere of activity. So what do you think about that definition, Naeem? You want to add anything to it? Um, I definitely agree with the definition. Um, I have, like, personally, I I feel like, you know, basically boundaries is anything that protects me and my serenity. Um, you know, like, I I am the most important person in my in my you know um, bubble I should call it, but you know my work is selfless if that if that makes any sense. But um like I'm in the business of helping people right like you know like we talked about um and I like how you introduce recovery. Recovery is an ongoing process, and um but as you're recovering, you have to learn how to set certain boundaries. You know, whether it's with people, places, or things, but definitely people, because just because you're doing right doesn't mean that everybody's going to be happy for you. You know what I mean? So, um, I just feel like that, um, 
their definition is spot on, um, but it just it depends on what like. I feel like boundaries are set not only for people but for like work, like just everyday life. You have to learn how to set some kind of boundaries to protect your serenity. Otherwise, you'll go crazy trying to please others. Absolutely, man. Dude, I couldn't agree more, man. And for me, man, when I think about boundaries, what kind of jumps out to me is this whole concept of, you know, I have self boundaries versus outside boundaries. So I have boundaries for, you know, the limits that I'm willing to go to. And those are boundaries that I set on myself. And then the outside boundaries, you know, those are limits that, you know, I'm willing to take. So, you know, I'll, you know, allow certain things to happen to an extent, or there's certain things that I won't allow to happen at all. Um, So a big thing for me that I think should also go into the definition is, you know, boundaries can be limits of, you know, personal activities, and also things that we limit in terms of like acceptance, like, you know, at a certain point, we have to, you know, like draw the line. Um, But yeah, so I just want to start out by talking about boundaries with uh, the focus of recovery. And the first thing that jumps to mind for me is, you know, the big three, like people, places and things. Um, So I wanted to ask you a little bit about your experience with having to set boundaries with people, especially in early recovery, Um, because I know for me, that was a big thing. Oh, man, Um, man, I'm gonna be honest with you, like, you know, um, it took me a few tries. And like we always say, like we're we're always recovering. Recovering is a is a is a ongoing process, right? But it took me a while to even get on the road of recovery because I was not willing to set certain boundaries. You know what I mean? I thought once I removed the substance, then I was good. You know what I mean? I can go back to old people, places, and things. You know what I mean? I can go hang around the same guys that was, you know, smoking and drinking. And then I found out the hard way, like you know, throughout my um, relapses that I can't do these things. I am different than these guys, you know, guys and girls are, man. Like, I have to remind myself that, like you said, there's a limit. Like, you know, I might be able to say hi, but then, you know, I, I, I got to keep it moving. You know what I mean? And um, the boundaries that were set for me were, were basically what I had to do was I had to take a look on the inside. You know what I mean? As far as like what what boundaries on what am I willing to set? Am I even willing to consider facing boundaries? Um so for me in early recovery, um, like I, I had to change people, places and things and, and set a whole different tone of boundaries. And a lot of the boundaries that I set were through learning experiences, man. Like you know, for me, one of my character defects is, and I still, I still have this problem, is people pleasing. Mm. You know, I used to. Me too, man. I used to get me upset. too. <laughs> right, right, right. Like I used to get mad at myself for doing things for others because I rather, I rather be mad at myself than you be mad at me for saying no. Like you know, I had to like no is is is, is big part of my boundaries. Like no is a complete sentence. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to put myself in a situation where. I, my serenity is going to be jeopardized to please someone else. You know what I mean? So as far as like an early recovery, but man, like recovering is an ongoing process. Like I, I feel like today with, a, you know, a couple of years, I'm still in early recovery. You know what I mean? Because um, 
if I lose sight of boundaries, bro, like I'm 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 gonna be in a world of trouble, man. You know, but um. I know you asked. I know I went all over the place with that question, man, because I was thinking, you know, I was sitting there thinking in the beginning, and then it's like, you know, it's hard for me to focus on where I was because where I'm at today, my boundaries, my, my, my limits, the boundaries have totally changed. You know what I mean? Definitely, man. Same here. Yeah, man. I really, I really like what you said about, you know, learning from experiences. Um, and that's my story. Exactly, man. You know, almost all the boundaries I have today, you know, at one point they weren't boundaries I had or, you know, they weren't boundaries I was willing to, you know, put into place in my life. Um, and for me, as far as it goes with people, man, like, you know, when I first got into recovery, I really struggled with that, man. I wanted to, you know, be able to hang out with old friends, be in old situations. And just like you said, man, I thought, you know, well, as long as I'm not getting high, as long as I'm not abusing substances, you know, like, which for me, my personal thing, you know, that's what brought me into this journey and this process of recovery. Um, but that can be like for anything, man, you know, that could be for all sorts of stuff besides substances, you know, it's those type of situations and just hanging out with people that, you know, you used to take certain actions with. And, um, you know, I thought like, man, if I put put a certain substance down, you know, I could still hang out with people doing it as long as I wasn't doing it. Um, but just like you said, man, I've really had to learn through experience that that was simply not the case, man. You know, I felt, you know, I just felt like an outsider. I would feel awkward, like felt like I didn't want to be there anymore. And eventually, man, like when I first got clean and sober, like that's really what led me back to my first relapse. Um, you know, I thought I could be around those same people. Um, and so today, man, as far as people goes, you know, I have I have all sorts of limitations that I put into place, you know, like, you know, there's there's definitely certain friends of mine, you know, that they still drink, they smoke, whatever. And I see them and I hang out with them, but not when they're doing any of that stuff, man, like not at all, bro. It's, you know, if I know that they're getting ready to go out on a Friday night, that's not when I'm going to be hanging out with them, man. I'll, I'll hang out with my old friends from college, you know, like on a Sunday, like watching football when there's nothing going on. Um, you know, it's totally different now, the the positions and the situations that I'll go hang out with certain old friends. Um, and another thing, man, um, like you said, bro, like no is a complete sentence. And um, for me, bro, the whole thing about people pleasing, um, you know, that took me a long time and I still struggle with that today. Um, but the one thing I will say that, you know, I've, I've learned from, from this process is that anytime that I'm struggling to say no, I have to look inside myself and ask myself those questions. Like, why don't I want to say no to this person? You know, what am I so worried about? You know, am I going to feel insecure or am I going to feel less than if they feel some type of way because I'm telling them no. And then, you know, if, if I'm noticing those feelings arise, then, you know, maybe I'm not even, you know, maybe I'm not even considering things for the right reasons. If all I'm worried about is appealing to this person or making this person like me, or making this person feel like I'm dependable, like they can count on me, like, you know, like, why do I need that outs, you know, that outside validation, right. And, you know, like, that's, that can definitely be a big, um, a big deciding factor for me is being able to see that, because um, there's definitely some times where, 
you know, I should have said no. Um, a perfect example for me, man, is bro, I loan out money when I shouldn't, you know what I mean? And then it just, you know, it gets between a friendship and it gets between a relationship. And it's like, you know, like, why couldn't I just say no? Like, oh, I don't want this person to be mad at me or, you know, I don't want them to feel like I'm an asshole or something like that. Um, but like, why, bro? Like, what's what's going on inside of me that is making me change my own actions based on what someone else thinks of me? Um, and it's like you said, man, it's a, it's, it's totally an ongoing process. Um, one thing that I found really helps me out as far as like setting boundaries with people is, you know, if they're asking me for something and it's something that, you know, if I do this for this person, you know, I try to ask myself questions like this today, you know, am I, am I going to do this for this person, you know, in order for them to, you know, pay me back? Or, you know, am I going to be expecting something, whatever it may be, not just money, but am I going to be expecting something in return? And for me, man, it's, it's really helped me out to say no, if I'm going to be expecting something in return. You know, because then if I say yes, then I have all these expectations of something I'm going to get back. And then if they aren't met, next thing you know, I'm hating myself and I'm, you know, I'm beating myself up like, oh, why did I do that? You know, I shouldn't have done that. Whereas, you know, if I if I'm going to do something for someone just out of the genuine goodness without any sort of expectation, then, yeah, I might as well go for it, you know, help someone out, you know, and, and not have a burden on getting anything in return. Um, and man, for me, when I, when I first came into recovery, that was like one of the most mind blowing things was that other recovering addicts were able to help me out without even expecting anything from me. And it kind of showed me, you know, how to go about doing that because, you know, a lot of times that's really not the case. Um, and it's hard to realize that sometimes, but yeah, you know, you know, you, you know what I mean? I didn't mean to cut you off, man, but you was taking me down memory lane. And, um, <laughs> I remember when I first got yeah, because when I first got into recovery, man, first and foremost, you made some excellent points. Uh, I remember when I first got into rehab, I mean, um, got out of treatment, right? And I and I went to the recovery house, and I had nothing. I had absolutely nothing, and I'll never forget. It was a, um my house manager, man. He, you know, he was he taught me humility. He taught me that you know no one's a mind reader. If you want something, you gotta ask for it. Like asking for help, and, and, and to this day, I'm like I'm willing to ask for help. You know what I mean? Um. But he told me, he said, it's going to come a time in your life where you're going to be put in a position to help others, right? And I know that, like, the longer I stay clean, the more people, like you said something about money, man, you'd you be surprised on how many people ask me for money on a daily basis. You know, social media, man, somebody slide right in my DMs, man, like, hey, can you, can you, can you cash at me some money? And it's like, no. No, like I have no problem with setting that boundary because for one, I don't know what you're going to do with that money. But what I will do is I will like order somebody some food. I will, you know, I will help them in that, in that, in that, in regards to that, because like, you know, I'm in a position to help people. Like that's my primary purpose in life, man. And no matter whether, and it, you know, my, my story is addiction, but you know, um, I can help people in other ways, like help people who's grieving. Like, you know, there's other ways of helping people just without, you know, involving substances. It's just so having that substances is my story. So I like to speak on things that I know, you know what I mean? But like, you know, encouraging words as far as helping. But um, you're talking about boundaries, right? Like um, I was going somewhere with this thought as far as boundaries. Um, 
oh, relationships. Like, one thing that, that, that kept me going back was setting boundaries with a significant other, mm. bro. Like, you know, um, that set me back because, you know, my situation was different than hers. Like, you know, and I until I found the true definition of what love is, it was hard for me to set boundaries. You know what I mean? But now I know the definition of love because I actually love myself. You know what I mean? And when you love yourself, you don't want to harm. You, you don't want no harm. You want what's best for you, this, that, and the third. But, like, it's okay to let things go, man. Like, um, I just, I, I know, man, dealing with this, this my, you know, my ex-girl, man, like, our situations was different. Like, you know, she had, like, you know, her, her parents passed away at an early age, you know, and I felt sorry for her. And I think that's what kept me out there because I wasn't willing to, to set any kind of boundaries, man. And, um, you know, to this, I mean, today she's clean, you know what I mean? And I think, like, another thing, too, is, like, without boundaries, I feel like sometimes we're just enabling people. Absolutely, man. You know, you know and, 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 and that's something that I had to learn, too, especially, like, I work in the field of addiction, right? And boundaries, I didn't know anything about boundaries because, like, working, working in a treatment facility, I want everybody to be my friend. You talk about people pleasing, right? And, you know, we ask ourselves, why do we want to be, why do we please people? I think it's a sense of validation, but I also think it's just that we're good people. Like, some people are good people. Good people aren't made, they're born. I just, I, I, I feel that way. Like, you know, we have that, and maybe somewhere down the line that we was raised that way, I, I can't really pinpoint it, but I do know for a fact, like, we, we like, good people are made. And it hurts when we feel like we're hurting other people. But I also had to realize that I'm not, you know, just because if, if I continue to do something for this person, this person is either being, you know, I'm enabling them for one and for two. I'm being played and manipulated. Because yep. one thing I learned with, you know, I learned to set boundaries, like, you know, I, you'll find out who your friends are real quick by saying no. That's a fact, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a fact, bro. That's you so know, true. Yeah. If you get upset with me for saying no after, especially the nine times I said yes, now I'm saying no because I genuinely can't do it or I'm not in a position to help you, and you get upset. Oh, man, I, I feel like that's a win for me, man, because now I know your true intentions. Now you're showing me your true character. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? So, um, you know, it, it, it's like I said, man, recovering, man, is an ongoing process. Like you said, recovering is an ongoing process. I'm still learning boundaries, bro. Like, And I think this is something that I'm getting better at it because I'm learning that, you know, it's – I remember a long time ago, man, I felt like I was being selfish by saying no. You know what I mean? Oh, I can't get, oh, you can't give me a ride? No, I can't give you a ride. It's like, no, I can't give you a ride. For one, you want me to drive you a whole hour away. For two, you're not asking for any gas. Like, and just like you said earlier, man, like, I'm not going to do anything with the intentions on getting it back. Exactly. If I give you something, if I give you something, I give it out of the kindness of my heart, you can keep it. If you give it back, that's a bonus for me. You know what I mean? But I, my expectation, that's another thing when you have boundaries. You can't, you got to limit your expectations when you have boundaries, bro, or, or, or just not have any expectations at all because you'll, set, you'll self-sabotage yourself. And then, like you said earlier, man, you, we'll be sitting there hating ourselves for the decisions we made. <laughs> exactly, man. Bro, that's so true. So true. Yeah. And dude, for me, another big thing that comes into, you know, the whole thing about saying no and having boundaries about the things we're willing to do is, you know, a lot of it comes down to like time. And, you know, like I may 
you know, I may feel like I'm not acting selfish by doing all these things for people. But then at the end of the day, when I'm exhausted and I didn't really get any of the stuff that I needed to get done for me, you know, then I'm then I'm getting all mad at myself. And I feel, you know, I feel like I didn't spend my time in the best way. You know, a lot of time for me, bro, I can procrastinate stuff if I'm helping someone else with their shit, you know, because then I, you know, it's like I'm validating myself. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm being of service. I'm helping this person. You know, I want them to do it for me. But at the same time, it's like, nah, like, what am I avoiding? Like, there's other stuff going on in my life that I could be spending my time on. And um, I heard it said once, one time to me, man, like, if you don't know what your priorities in life are, you can find out real quick by looking at what you spend your time on a daily basis doing. And if you look at your bank account and see what your money is going towards, you know, that's how you can figure out real quick what your priorities are. Um yeah, man, I, I have a lot of I have a lot of friends um, and family, too, that, uh, you know, they they struggle with saying no. And, uh, you know, then next thing you know, they end up having their plate too full and they've made too many commitments. And, you know, they're having to cancel on people because they told someone else they could do something and forgot about their first commitment. You know, and it's just like, you know, it's it's so easy for me too, man. It's so easy for me to fall into this, you know, it's almost like a trap of just fall into this thing where, you know, I want to do everything, man. Like I want to help everyone. I want to be the best person I can. I want to do as much as I can, but you know, that there, there is a point where I can overextend myself. And if I get to that point where I'm overextending myself and I'm hurting myself and it starts becoming a negative thing, you know, then the people closest to me end up getting hurt. And it's like, you know, then I'm not really helping anyone. You know, right, right, yep. right. You you know, um, man, I, I and just to piggyback off what you were saying, man, because we have a lot of similarities, especially with the um helping, you know, want to help others. And I remember in early recovery, especially when um when I got a little bit of clean time, and you know what I mean, I'm in a position to help people, man. And I'm like, I wanted to help everyone, Same, dude. And then some, you know, a wise man told me he was like, look. You're putting your energy in way too much right now, man. And you're going to, like you said, you train yourself and then you sit there angry with yourself because you like, that's the last thing I want is to be mad at myself for helping someone else. Exactly. So when this guy, this guy told me, he said, man, you're in the business to help people who want it, not who need it. Mm. Because if we helped everyone who needed our help, we will be physically, mentally, spiritually drained. When you help people who want the help, then it's called, like, you know, I'm really big on paying it forward. Yeah. You know, I'm really big on paying it forward. I don't want a damn thing back from you. The uh, only thing I want from someone that I help is for you to do it for somebody else. And the last thing I want your ass to do is to tell everybody I'm helping you. <laughs> because it, 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 it opens, it, now I have to set more boundaries because now it sets up the, it opens up the doors like, you're talking about where you spend your money at, man. And I'm off the topic, but I love sneakers. And when you say, man, you want to know what your priorities is, look at your bank account. Damn near one fourth of my bank account goes to my sneakers. You, you feel what I'm saying? And so, by now, that, check this out, man. My priorities is a little jacked up a little bit, but my bills are paid for it. Like, you know, you, they say addiction comes in other forms. So, I'm addicted to sneakers, and I love it, right? And a lot of people, a lot of people know this. So, you know... The first thing they do is like, you know, I'm, I'm willing to give. So I'll give a pair of sneakers away or two. And then somebody go back and tell that person, 
And then now this person asks me for the next thing you know, it's like, now do you come to boundaries? Now I'm like, yo, bro, no. No, I cannot give you another pair. I'm, I can't give you a pair of sneakers. Well, you gave me the such and such. Well, he asked first. If I gave away a pair of sneakers to everyone who asked me for a pair, I'll be sneakerless. You know what I mean? You know, and, and it's like, it's like, and, and it's just small things like that. Yeah, that helps me build, it, it just helps me build my boundaries to the point where I'm going to tell you this right now I know a lot of people who relapse because they had they, they didn't set their boundaries up Yep. you know what I mean like boundaries are really really important in recovery and a lot of people will manipulate you to bring your boundaries up or, up or down however you want to say it like you know it's just like and it's just not even just with addiction it's just everyday life man like People will abuse you if you if your boundaries are not set ten toes. People will use you and abuse you, man. And the only person that really suffers is you because I here's the thing about that, man. If I tell somebody no, they ain't gonna do nothing but ask somebody else until they get a yes. Exactly. <laughs> you, you, you feel what I'm saying? That's true, and, bro. And, and that's that's just that's that's one thing that I've learned. And it's not even just with addiction, man. It's just everyday life, man. You just got people out there who just are leeches. They feed off of stealing people's not only just joy, but time, effort. Oh, like, yeah, just, there's just, you know, you know and, and, and if your boundaries aren't, aren't man, I'm, I'm, hey, man, this is a good topic, bro, because, like, I, I'm, I'm serious, man. I still, you know, this is going to have me going back home, you know, talking to my lady, and I'm like, look, man, I might have to reevaluate my boundaries. I'm, I'm writing everybody up when I get to work tomorrow. I'm telling everybody though. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, now I just wanted to kind of switch gears here, and uh, I feel like we've been mostly talking about you know personal boundaries. Um, and I want to switch it towards mm-hmm. you know back to the whole concept of self boundaries versus outside boundaries. And another big thing about boundaries is you know what we're willing to take. You know, so like, you know, that could be stuff like for me, the main thing that jumps to mind is, you know, forms of abuse. Um, So I've dealt with like severe emotional abuse in my past, like toxic relationships, that sort of thing. You know, abusive relationships at work could be another one. Um, But yeah, so I think it's also really important to, you know, be able to set boundaries for, you know, what we're allowing others to like do you know like what line can someone cross where we're gonna have to say you know like sorry man you know I just I just can't continue this conversation or you know what that's not true that's not the case I'm not gonna let you sit here and say those things um you know whatever that may be um so yeah I just wanted to ask like your experience with uh you know setting boundaries for what you're willing to take from other people it it starts with them you know um I'm a firm believer what don't kill you make you stronger. Um, you know, um, it really, it, I, I will say this, self-love is where it starts. You know what I mean? They don't know how to love themselves. Some people, you know, are, I feel like we are, we are our biggest enemy. We are our worst enemy. The man in the mirror is my biggest enemy because I can tell that man that you ain't this, you ain't that, and I will start believing it, you know, and, um, because when you love yourself, there's only so much you're going to allow other people to do, you know. And um, as far as like with, with, with you know, and, and I know we're, we're trying to switch gears, but I use recovery as an example. It's like, you know, I always tell people in early recovery to learn to love yourself. 
Um, I know it's a little different when it comes to abuse because you are taught to hate yourself when people are abusing you. You know, I feel like energy is really big. You got to surround yourself around people who are going to uplift you. You know what I mean? But it starts within, like, you know, um, or, you, you know, because I know some people, like, you keep poking the bear. At some point, that bear's going to either strike back or it's going to motivate itself to not allow you to strike him. You, you understand what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it goes both ways. It goes on mm. the individual. But, like, as far as setting boundaries on others, I mean, not on others, setting boundaries for yourself or others, however you want to say it, it's really big to learn to love yourself, man. And, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a process that, you know, you might have to go to see some kind of therapist or, or outside help to get you to that point, man. But, you know, it starts with not only self-love, but um, surrounding yourself around positive energy, bro. Like, when you're surrounding yourself around positive people, it will uplift you. It will give you the courage. It will give you the motivation. And it give you the self-awareness to when you know it's time to say no. Because, you know, there's some people, like, you know, especially, like, like you know, okay, I'm going to be 100. I'm going to be honest. In, in, in active addiction, loser. You understand what I'm saying? And now that I love, love myself, I know that, you know, how can I love this woman if I don't even love myself? You know what I mean? And it's like I put myself in a position to, like, I used and abused her. You know what I mean? And it was more of a mental, it, it was more of a, of, a, of a psychological abuse, you know? But I learned that, you know, in recovery, and not just recovering from drugs, but recovering from myself, mm. You know what I mean? That's like one of the biggest gifts that I got myself is like the self-love and, and the awareness to be able to understand when enough is enough, man. Like, I'm not going to let you take my joy. Like, I've worked way too hard to put myself in this position, but it started with just a lot of days by myself, man. A lot of days in my room, just self-talk. The tongue is a powerful weapon, bro. Like, you know, we can talk ourselves into a miracle or we can talk ourselves into a situation where, you know, we, we, we can talk ourselves forward or we can talk ourselves backward. You know what I mean? But for, for me, it, it, it really comes down to how much do I love myself? And if I love myself enough today, I'm not going to allow you to bring me out of character, man. But it's, 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 it's an ongoing process, man. I can feel like this today and tomorrow somebody can say the wrong thing. You know, like, all right, that's cool. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like you said, recovering is a ongoing process, man. So it's, it's something that I feel like as an individual, this is something that we have to strive for every day is to be the better version of ourselves. And, you know, it's more to the whole story. Just just to just to wrap it up all in a nutshell, it's, 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 it stems from self-love and it stems from self-care. You know what I mean? Um, I'm a firm believer, bro, like, if I love myself, I know when enough is enough. Yeah, man. You, you understand what I'm saying? But, yeah. you know, there's certain situations to where, you know, all right, I, prime example, I work, you know, working in the, in the field of addiction. I know that hurt people hurt people. So I know that a lot of people that are trying to hurt me is only because they're hurting themselves. Now, do I just immediately cut that person off and say, look, no, you're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. You know, sometimes the best thing to say is nothing at all, but it's a time and a place in a certain situation. So, like, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a real touchy subject. It depends on the situation. It depends on the individual. 
it depends on, you know, there's so many avenues that play, you know, so many roles that play a part in that, in, you know, in that setting boundaries on others. Yeah, dude. Bro, that's, that's absolutely true. Um, yeah, man, I, I really like what you said about, you know, sometimes the best thing to say could, could be nothing, you know, sometimes you just have to, you know, be the bigger person and, you know, let someone say what they're going to say. And rather than, you know, feeding into it, feeding into that negative energy you were talking about, you know, it's important to realize when, you know, a situation is no longer positive. And if someone's trying to bring you down, you have to be able to realize that. And, it ha- and like you said, man, it has to come from within. Like if I love myself truly, then I'm not going to let someone bring me down and bring negative energy into mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and that can be hard, man. So speaking, speaking from uh, my past experience, you know, I've definitely been in situations of like emotional abuse and that sort of thing. Um, and one thing that I, you know, one thing that jumps to mind for me, um, and I've definitely, you know, from talking to people, I hear it all the time is, you know, like when I was in those situations of emotional abuse and, you know, I was getting belittled and, you know, someone was telling me all these things, you know, part of me, you know, was like, you know what, maybe they're right. You know, like maybe they're actually trying to help me. Maybe they're just being brutally honest. Um, but man, the thing is, bro, like honesty without empathy is cruelty. cruelty. Yeah, It's cruelty, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. So if someone's being honest to me, that's one thing. But if someone is being honest to me to the point where it's belittling me, it's making my own sense of self-worth go down, you know, then it's, you know, that's cruelty. And, you know, that's honesty to a fault. And um, like for me, I, I can totally remember times where I was like, you know, stuck in a cycle of, you know, telling myself like, you know, I need this emotional abuse because it's going to motivate me to change those things. You know, it's going to motivate me to change my life. Um, but man, that just wasn't the case where I continuously got stuck in that, that low self-esteem from what, you know, what other people were saying to me, what they were saying about me, you know, the box that they were putting me in telling me, you know, oh, you're this, you're never going to be this, you know, you'll never get better. All this stuff. Like what the hell is wrong with you? Are you stupid? Like that sort of like degradation, you know, and, and I was caught up in the feeling of like, yo, maybe I need to hear this. Like, maybe there's a reason they're saying that to me. Um, and it can be so hard to break out of that. And it can be really hard to set those boundaries because sometimes, you know, like you said, it can be a touchy subject and sometimes it can be a really thin line, you know, and a lot of times it's, it's almost hard to tell like when someone has crossed a certain line and when that honesty has turned into cruelty and, you know, they're no longer trying to motivate you. They're just trying to bring you down. Um, But yeah, something that's always helped me is when I find myself in a situation where someone has made a point, you know, cool, it might have been a valid point, you know, maybe they brought up something about myself that is a defect that I have, you know, if they continue past that point, to the point where they're just like drilling into me over and over and over, and it's the same thing over and over, and they're not trying to offer any insight, Mm -hmm. or if they're not trying to offer any help. You know, that's when I've been able to, you know, and and like you said, man, it took time and it's, I'm still working on this today, but you know, today I'm able to see like, okay, so, you know, this person made their point, you know, they're not offering me any insight or advice or help, you know, at this point, the point's been made. If they're not going to stop and they're going to continue with this emotional abuse, then I'm going to draw the line right here and say, look, I understand 
you're right. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. End the conversation right there. Right. Hang up the phone, say, I got to go walk away, whatever it may be so that I'm not feeding into it. And I'm not allowing that person to just continue in that cycle of abuse. Um, and those, those limits are really hard to set, man. Those type of boundaries are hard to set. Um, a big thing for me too, is like, you know, like, like family boundaries sometimes, you know, like, cause family members can easily, you know, be a big source where, you know, oh, I don't want to talk back or, you know, oh, like, you know, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to cut this person off. Like it's a family member, right? but at some point, you know, no matter who it is, like whether it's a romantic relationship, whether it's your best friend, you know, and you don't want to cut them off. You don't want to be the asshole in the situation and say, look, man, you made your point. I don't want to hear anything else about it. I'm going to work on me now. You know, I don't need this. You know, I can't, you know, I wouldn't allow this to myself. So why should I allow you to continue on? Right. And that's in that sort of, ab of abuse. Um, and, and that goes for stuff more than emotional abuse too. That could go for physical abuse. Um, that's another one that can be really, you know, a really challenging thing to kind of overcome, man. And um, bro, one thing for me that I've come to realize over time is, a lot of times when I'm struggling with setting a boundary or setting a limit, it stems from my own fear. Right. You know, it stems from my fear of, oh, I don't want to disappoint this person. Oh, I don't want to hurt our relationship. Oh, I don't want to come off a certain way. Um, and I'm afraid of the type of reaction or the outcome of a situation. Um, but man, I think about it all the time, bro. If, you know, it's, it's good to be afraid of stuff sometimes because it shows that you care about it. You know, it shows you're passionate about it. It shows that you don't want to make the wrong move. But if you allow that fear to hold you back from taking any action at all, then it's debilitating, man. That fear is a negative thing. And that fear can completely prevent you from setting a boundary. Um, so I've kind of learned that it's, you know, it was shared with me early on that it's important to embrace fear for what it is. And it's important to recognize when an action is stemming from fear. And if that fear is, you know, changing or altering your actions or preventing you, then that's when you need to, you know, for me, that's almost a clear indicator, like, okay, this is where I need to set a boundary. You know, this is where I need to speak up. This is when I need to take action. Right. Um, because clearly I have certain feelings, certain worries, you know, I can identify how it's coming from within me. And that's when I need to act upon that in order to achieve growth. You know, there's a lot of stuff where, you know, I hear, I hear it all the time. Like, you know, oh, everything happens for a reason. It'll all, all work itself out. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's a good mindset to have. It's super important to have faith that the outcome of situations will be the way it's supposed to be. But, you know, there's no, there's no faith without action. Right. Um, you have to take action and you have to, be able to step up, set those boundaries in order for there to even be an outcome. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't just throw your hands up and say, oh, it'll work itself out. You know, I'm just going to take a step back. You know, sometimes taking a step back is really important. But when it comes to boundaries, man, you have to draw that line. Um, now, some I should do. I still struggle with that. Um, but like you said, man, it's a progression for sure. I, I, I will say this, man. Um, one thing that you said. And, and, and this is the this is the honest God truth, man. People are going to do to you what you allow them to do. Exactly. You know, if 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 you know, and it's not what you say, it's how you say it. You know, and um, like I I, I definitely agree with you. Like there's certain, like you know, tough love 
is the best love, but there's got to be some kind of boundaries. Like, I'm not just going to let you talk to me in your kind of way because yeah. I won't hear the message. It'll, yeah, be, it'll exactly. just be a whole bunch of mess if you talk, you know, and it's just not for me. It's just like, if you're, if you're, if you're trying, and this is for anyone who is trying to approach somebody, you know, and wonder why they're not getting any results, just might, you might want to sit back and reevaluate of what, what, how am I saying it? Because some things are said out of love, but when you're, when you're like, some, sometimes the love can be tough love and, and tough love can sound like anger, you know, and, um, I just, I, 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 I man, uh, boundaries, man. That's it's, it's, it's just something like, you know, no matter what what goes on in life, whether you suffer from addiction, a relationship, um, work, whatever the case may be, man. If you don't have healthy boundaries, keyword is healthy boundaries, and I think healthy boundaries stems from within because everybody's boundaries is going to be different. You know, today I am a sensitive person. You're not going to talk to me in no kind of way. I'm just not going to allow it. Because you're not, I'm not going to like, you know, certain things like I wouldn't say certain things would send me backwards, but certain things would just steal my joy, man. Like, and I'm just, I, man, I've, I've, I've found too much serenity in life today for me to allow someone else. And I think that's what it boils down to. It's like, you know, it's an inside job first when it comes to boundaries towards others or boundaries towards yourself. What are you willing to do? What are you willing not to do? What are you willing to take? What are you willing to give? It boils down to the individual because there's some people out there, bro, that can just, you can talk to them crazy and it just doesn't fade them. And you got some people that you say the wrong thing to and they'll, they'll mess around and go kill themselves. Yeah. You know, yeah, so, man. you know, it is what it is, man. Um, I will say this though, uh, we do recover. Absolutely. And recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. So no whatever whatever you're going through in life, whoever whoever needs to hear this message, just know that whatever you're going through, recovery is possible. Recovery is definitely possible, man. Definitely is, bro. Naeem, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Thanks for coming on the podcast. I know it was last minute, but I absolutely loved having you on, man. So definitely going to ask you again in the future. Man, cool beans, man. It's been a long time coming, man. I'm proud of you, Barnes. You're doing big things, baby. I'm proud <laughs> of you. I see you. I see you shining like a star, baby. And I love you, man. <laughs> I love you too, man. Appreciate it. But yeah, that'll wrap it up for this episode. Um, thanks to everyone who tuned in and listened. Um, once again, the Sunday Recovery Podcast. We'll be putting out new episodes every Sunday. And if you could give us a like, a follow, or subscribe, and just share this with anyone who you think would gain value from it. Um, and I want you to make it your mission today to make someone else's day a little bit better. Um, so with that, see you guys next Sunday.